I'm looking for a hot mess mom. Okay, so this is hot mess mom. Call me back. Hey, y'all, you're listening to Tales of a Hot Mess Mom, the podcast where we get into a whole lot of hot mess mom shit. I'm your host, The Bean. So some of y'all are following me on my personal Instagram account. And for the past couple of days on my story, I've been posting about this pigeon that has invaded my space. So I have access to this terrace. And I like to go out there a lot now since the weather's getting nicer. A few days ago, I'm stepping out and I'm on the phone. And I'm so busy on the phone, I don't realize that there's a fucking bird, this white-ass pigeon that's been standing pretty much right in front of me the whole entire time, just looking me up and down like, hey, girl, what's up? We roomies now. Real fucking comfortable, this pigeon. So I'm banging on the window. First of all, when it scared me, all of fucking Harlem heard my ass screaming. I'm sure of it. There was construction work and shit going on. They stopped drilling for a minute. Embarrassing. So this bird, in true New York fucking fashion, gives not one single solitary fuck about what the fuck I'm saying to it, about how it got to go, me banging on the window, waving shit at it. It don't give a fuck. So I just kind of let it be for the first day because I don't know what to do. Then yesterday, yes, yesterday. So then yesterday... I come out onto the terrace. The fucking bird is still there. I guess it's injured or something. It's not really flying around. It just walks all over the place. So I decide that the bird doesn't look aggressive. And if it stays on its corner and lets me sit on my corner and enjoy the outside We'll all be fine. It was going great until my child decides to open the screen door from the terrace to the apartment and leaves it open. And I don't realize this until I see this fucking bird just walking in towards the apartment. I'm screaming like a fucking mad woman to try to get my kid to come towards the door to scare the bird from going all the way in because if I try to do anything since I'm outside, the bird is definitely going into the apartment. But of course, my child decides to take this moment to be afraid. He want to be brave as he want to be all the goddamn time when he don't need to be getting stung by scorpions and shit in Mexico. But now we got a fucking pigeon and you scared. Okay, so the pigeon gets into the apartment. I have to get this fucking bird out the apartment. I'm thoroughly gross the fuck out because I don't do birds. I think they're disgusting. I think they carry fucking disease and germs. There's very few birds that 
I'm okay with or would even consider touching or dealing with. But yeah, don't expect me to have a bird as a fucking pet. It's just not my thing. So after I get it out the apartment, I decide to start making phone calls called fucking animal control. They can't help me because they're not entering homes because of COVID. They tell me to call, I guess it's called like the wild bird fund. They're like, yeah, they'll definitely help you. But nope, same shit. If they have to come into your home to get to whatever animal it is that you need rescued from your home or space, yeah, they ain't doing it because of fucking COVID. So I'm sitting there and... I start texting every fucking nigga in my goddamn phone book. Any guy that I think that is interested in me, any guy that I'm talking to, cousins, friends, I need a man to come and grab this fucking bird and do something about it because what I'm not going to do is sit here and let you think that you're my new roommate and you're going to come in and out the apartment no, we're not doing that. So my god brother actually ends up hitting up his nephew, I think. Yeah, it was his nephew. And his nephew lives in the area. He comes by. He attempts to capture the bird so that he could release him. Bird manages to scurry his ass under the division on the terrace to the neighbor's side. So we figure, fuck it. It ain't our problem no more, and we just kind of block it off so that he can't make it all the way back anymore. But y'all, let me tell y'all why I'm sitting out there and this fucking bird kept on trying to come back. So that was yesterday slash last night. Went back out on the terrace today, took a peek. He's still on the neighbor's side. So I start to think to myself, this fucking bird is going to die. It's going to die because it's not eating and it's not drinking water. And that sucks. I don't want to see that. I don't want to smell that. And that's fucked up. <laughs> like shit. So I start to think to myself that I'm going to let the bird back onto my side. But then the neighbors seem to realize that the bird was out there and... After I got back home from going out with my son, which is when I planned to say, okay, little nigga, you come on this side, he was gone. Neighbor had their terrace door wide open, blasting music. So, yeah, that's the update on the pigeon. He went to the neighbors, and it ain't none of my business what happened after that. So... Yesterday, while I'm sitting out there with my little bird friend, I was scrolling through Facebook and I came across this post. And the poster was saying how it's fucked up, basically, that there's parents who go on vacations and take trips away without their children and how they take time off of work to do this and that time should be spent with their children and how the children probably feel left out and ah, 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 ah. 
And of course, the person who posted it, you know me, I did my digging. They don't have any kids. And everybody that was co-signing their bullshit either didn't have kids or they're those fucking perfect parent types that, y'all, this is why we embrace the mess here. We are not with the perfect parent shit. If you're a perfect parent and you always have your kids around you, you never get tired, never get tired of them, great for fucking you. But guess what? The rest of us are real ass human beings. And just like with any other fucking job or anything in adulting, we get exhausted. The idea that parents can't ever take some time to themselves. That shit is crazy and it's fucking toxic. Do y'all understand that parental burnout is real? Parental burnout is when it's a fucking state of exhaustion and it pushes people, parents, to the point of feeling like they don't want to be parents like they're not good parents, and sometimes it even pushes people to literally fucking kill themselves. As parents, we have all these responsibilities and then these expectations from the outside world of what else we're supposed to accomplish, how we're supposed to accomplish it, how our kids should look and how should we be behaving, and we always have these things going on in our mind, and we never get to stop. We don't get to take a break like how when you go to work, time off is time off. You really shouldn't have to think about work. We're on 24-7. And then to expect us never to take a break, to never really take care of ourselves, or even better, settle for a shower to be your self-care or having a five minutes to have coffee, that should be enough. It's not right. We still need rest. We still need to take care of ourselves. We especially need to take care of ourselves in order to take care of our fucking little people. Do you understand the repercussions of having parents burn out and be so exhausted that they're doubting themselves, questioning if they ever should have had their kids, and maybe even worse, abusing the kids, snapping at the kids, snapping at other people because they're not taking care of themselves. And dads, you may not like this, but I'm going to say it. Us moms, we get it worse. The expectations that women are held to as moms It's crazy. When a mom wants to go out, it's usually a whole big thing. But when a dad wants to go out, if he's in the same household with a child, oftentimes I feel like when I hear my friends talk about this, it's never really a thought for the dad to go out. He's just going out and he'll let the mom know, I'm going out with the boys and I'll be back at this time. But when it's the mom, they got to give three days notice, two weeks notice, so that they can even have an hour just to go have dinner with the girls or go get a fucking manicure. And then, God forbid, we did take that me time. We still get judged for that. 
I mean, come on. How often do you hear about a man babysitting his own fucking kids? Nobody says that shit when it's the fucking mom. It's just mom duty. It's fucking life 24-7. Or even better, how oftentimes you'll hear people excuse a dad for not really being there or participating in their child life because they work so hard. So? Financially providing for your child is not all there is to parenting, but oftentimes I feel like that's all a man is expected to do. So whether you're a working mom, a stay-at-home mom, or even a work-from-home mom, you're still expected to make sure you're feeding them and feeding them good, make sure they're mentally stimulated and that their education shit is handled, make sure that their hygiene is on point, make sure that their clothes fit, make sure that their doctor's appointments are fucking scheduled and their dentist appointments, make sure to take them to their play date and take them to the next birthday party and so much more. We never really get to stop. Or at least society tells us that we don't get to stop. And I'm not saying that there aren't dads who go through this too, but generally, everybody's harsher on moms. I see it all the time. So the post today was about parents. It wasn't directed towards gender, but I see posts more often about moms going out partying, moms going to the club. Oh, look, she left her kid with grandma. Why the fuck do you care? Is my kid happy? Is he clean? Is he well taken care of? I so let me live. Let me enjoy life a little bit. Just because I became a parent doesn't mean I stopped being a person with needs and interest. But it's almost as if people expect us to lose ourselves in parenting, which is hilarious because when you do that, they judge you too. Oh, you don't come out anymore. Oh, you let yourself go. Oh, you don't do anything that you used to do. Oh, your Instagram is all about your kids. But if I show myself out there living life, you got a problem with that too. Make it make sense. There was recently a study published in the Effective Science Journal that actually took a look at parental burnout. And one of the things they found was that of all the 42 or 43 countries they looked at and had participants from, parents from the U.S. tend to report more often that they were in some state of exhaustion. Another thing that they found was that mothers were more likely to report feelings of exhaustion or showing signs of being in this exhausted state. Throughout my almost nine years of motherhood, I've been a working mom, a stay-at-home mom, and a work-from-home mom. And I've definitely found myself in this state of parental burnout through all of them. It can make you moody and short-tempered and agitated. It'll make you question your motherhood and whether you're doing enough if you're even doing things correctly, it'll make you question yourself as a person sometimes. It'll even make you question whether you made the right decision to become a parent. 
And how fucked up is that? It even makes some people think about running the fuck away. I know I have. I've sat there and juggled a thousand things and still felt like I wasn't doing enough as a mother. And I really sat there and thought to myself, if I can't do well as a mother, what's the point of me being here? I'm clearly going to fuck this kid up. And how fucked up is that to think? And now, to top it off, because of COVID, my kid is home, which kind of hinders me getting some things done and makes me feel worse. After spending the whole daytime making sure that he sits his ass down, gets his lunch, logs into his classes at the right time, by the time the day is over, well, the school day, I don't want to look at his ass anymore. And I'm sorry, maybe some of you can, but not all of us can. It's like having a coworker that you don't ever get to go home from. Like, I'm sure everyone's had a coworker that you cool with, but once the day is over, you don't want to know nothing about them anymore. You're done. You don't want text messages, call. That's how I feel about my kid at the end of the day in this fucking remote learning situation. It makes me feel terrible. I feel as though I don't really get to enjoy my child. It's definitely hindering our relationship. Sometimes I'll tell my kid that I don't feel well and I lock myself in the bathroom because he knows how to pick my bedroom lock and he will do it. So I have to go to the bathroom because he hasn't figured out that lock yet. I'll lock myself in there and I'll take my headphones and I'll just sit there for like 30 minutes, not doing shit, not a goddamn thing. Just not having anyone call out for me, need me for anything, just being left the fuck alone. If it weren't for the virus, I think I would love to take a trip without my kid, even if it was just for a weekend, just to take a moment and reset for him a little bit, get some needed rest. Yes, even parents need rest. And chances are, even while I'm on that trip, I'll still have to parent. Because I've even had to parent from a fucking hospital bed right after getting off a ventilator with tubes up my nose and shit too. So yeah, it never ends. We deserve moments. We need moments. These breaks we take, which you don't seem to realize, these breaks we take, they're necessary for us to be good parents to our kids. How are we expected to be great parents when we hate being parents because we're not allowed to rest, we're not allowed to complain, and we have to juggle so much? This is why some parents actually do run away and even worse, cause harm to themselves or to their children 
because it becomes too much. Because burnout and exhaustion, they're real fucking mental health issues. My hot mess mom tip for this episode is for the parents who are feeling burnt out, exhausted, and as if they don't want to be part of this parenting shit anymore. There's a phrase that you need to practice using every now and then. And that phrase is, fuck these kids. Or fuck this kid if you only have one kid. Do you, boo-boo. Because at the end of the day, your kid or your kids, they're only going to be as good as you are. So take time to take care of yourself. You're still a whole human being, no matter what the fuck society says, your mama says, the person down the block says, fuck it. Be a hot mess every now and then. Embrace the fucking mess. As a parent, you're probably going to get judged no matter what your version of parenting looks like. So the best thing you can do for you and yours is to take care of yourself and your mental health. Thanks for listening to another episode of Tales of a Hot Mess Mom. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your messy ass friends. And make sure to follow Tales of a Hot Mess Mom on Instagram and Hot Mess Mom Tales on Twitter to stay posted and get your extra serving of messiness. You can also email me at talesofahotmessmom at gmail.com to share your hot mess mom tales, thoughts, If you want to suggest an episode topic, or if you want to tell me about your crazy baby daddy, crazy baby mama, any of that shit. And as always, don't forget to be your best mess.